Highly touted. Bantamweight prospect, but possibly flyweight. Mitch Raposo, what's going on, Mitch? What's up, man? How you doing? Good, 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 man. Um, Now, I was looking at you and uh, your past, and and I saw that you had to make a choice, you know, like Brian Ortega, either go to college or <laughs> or pursue MMA. You know, was that was that a, a difficult choice for you? Nah, not at all. You know, I've been doing this since I was a little kid. And uh, going to high school, and I, I was really good at wrestling. So the option of wrestling college was there. And then I ended up getting pretty hurt going into uh, – it was my junior year. I messed, both, messed up both my shoulders pretty bad. So I missed states again. And I was so close to my sophomore year. I was a state finalist. And I was the plan was to become a two – I mean, my next two years be a two-time state champion. If I had the opportunity to wrestle in college, I'd be stupid not to do it. You know, it's a good experience, and I'm really young. But it didn't work out that way, and I think it was all for the best. And I think it's just – it's my time to go into kind of MMA, and I think that should be my main focus. Any non-believers at that time, like, pushing you away from that and saying, hey, maybe you might want to go get a, a desk job or, you know, get you a 9-to-5? Yeah, man, like, especially growing up, like, you see kids and, like, it's so funny, man. And I don't hold no resentment towards anybody. I mean, if I just heard some kid at 14 years old saying he was going to be a professional athlete and he was going to be a world champ, maybe I wouldn't really believe him either. But even my own friends, you know, like, in high school, I, I some of my best friends, I've had the same friends since I was a little kid. And uh, they tell me all the time, like, I wasn't really sure, you know what I mean? Like, they even they admit it to me, you know, and it's not about that. I feel like someone who's really going to make it, I, you only need to believe in yourself, you know. And that's what makes me like, it honestly makes me really happy. You know, I've seen some of the kids, like even the teachers and now they all follow me and mm -hmm. they support me and there's no, there's no hard feelings, man. I, I get it. You know, I guess it feels good to change people's minds throughout, you know, the period where you're coming up. No, 100%. Like, and I think I did it pretty fast, you know, and it's maybe because I was young and I had a lot of attention on me, but I feel like I was, I mean, I was kind of born to be in the spa and I made the right choice since I was a little kid. And I feel like everything's kind of happened in the way, like, I mean, little Mitch, man, would have prayed for it to happen. You know I mean, he'd be pretty happy, you know, to see all this, like, kind of coming into fruition. But I got a long way to go. And I'm just, I take it day by day, man. I just focus. I'm blessed to be doing what I'm doing. 2019, your professional debut year, three fights, three finishes, all against much more experienced guys. Usually guys, when they debut, they, they fight guys very similar to their record. But you, you're like, I'm going to dive in and, and fight these guys with, with like more than 10 fights. Some of them had more than 15. Uh, throughout yeah. that last year, what is the highlight for you? I would say probably uh, my third pro fight against uh, Zach Burhans. He was a guy, he's fought, he fought guys in Bellator, and he's fought a couple of my teammates who are very good. And they had a really hard time uh, with him. And I went out there and I, I did what I did. And I feel like it opened up a lot of people's eyes. You know, I just I just needed time. You know, I'm, I'm a 21-year-old kid. And then I was 18, winning my my first amateur belt and then my second belt and talking about UFC. Like, it's not going to go perfect, right? You know what I mean? And the way I, the way I see it, I went out there and I kind of showed people, you know what I mean, what, like, it's just like a little glimpse, man. I'm just going to keep showing. Like, I feel like I'm a type of fighter. I'm a UFC. I, I believe I'm UFC level. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind. But I feel like you won't see the best me until you put me like in the UFC and you put me on the contender series. And I feel like that's when I'm going to really like people are going to be surprised, man. They're going to see like what the hype's really about. Every fight is just something for me to learn. You know, I haven't lost and you mean winning and having things to work on is always a good thing. From the beginning, do you do you think a lot of fighters don't have that mentality of being ready for the UFC and that kind of delays their growth? Kind of. I, I like I, I have a weird kind of upbringing. Like I, I come from. It's weird, right? Like, when I was 12 years old, I, the generations that I was around, some of the pros, like, 
you hear of like pros in the Northeast now, like, you know what I mean? Saul Almeida and, you know what I mean? Darren Mima, even Rob Font was a pro when I was a little kid. I heard of Rob Font saying at CES and stuff like that. Like, so I feel like I'm coming up in like different generations where I, my, my kind of maturity, my belief is kind of, I had, I'm kind of going, I went through the stages a little faster, right? And I've been doing this for almost 10 years now and I, I'm just ahead of the game, you know? I mean, I'm as good as the UFC guys because I've, I was 12 years old, 13 years old, 14 years old missing school dances and thinking that I was doing, you know what I mean? Just doing anything I could to, to be the best, you know? So I feel like it's, it's rightfully deserved and it's, it's definitely different. You know, not everybody has the same kind of upbringing that I have. For a young guy coming up in a sport, it's just like any other sport. I feel like people think like MMA is so different, but for basketball players, for football players, they're taking, they're making the same sacrifices as you. They're missing the school dances. They're missing the parties because that's what they have to do to get to the NFL, get to the NBA or wherever, and you yourself to the UFC. Yeah, 100%. You know, I remember being in high school, and I, I tell kids now, you know, I'm from a small city, you know, in Fallbrook, Massachusetts, and uh, I feel like we have so much potential in our city, and Things just don't kind of, like, people make the wrong decisions. Things happen, and ever since I was a little kid, I've kind of always wanted to, like, be, like, the exception. You know what I mean? I'm going to make it, and I ain't going to screw up. I ain't going to stop partying. I'm, I'm going to have the same focus, and I just feel like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm the guy to do it, you know? S staying focused on the task, and I don't, I have all my whole life to drink a beer, dude. You know, like, I want to be, like, on ESPN. I want to be one of the best guys in the world, and that's what matters to me. I have my whole life to drink. I'm going to have a nice house, a nice family, and I can have as much beer as I want, dude. It's not the time right now. Well, you could be popping champagne on ESPN. Yeah. That's much better, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this year, you're 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 in like rare company. This year, you you got a, you got to fight. You know, your fourth professional fight late January, Cage Titans forty seven. But you've had like a couple opponent changes throughout that before that fight even happened. It was crazy times. What's the backstory to all the changes that happened? I can't, like, you You were saying it earlier in the interview, like, I, I'm fighting guys with so much more experience than me, and, like, this, it's it's a process, you know, you go, I'm a top prospect, and you gotta, you can't, I, dude, I've been trying to fight the best guys, but you do gotta build me a certain way, and at the end of the, at the, end of the day, I can't even fight the guys who are 2-0, and 3-0, 6-2, because they're not gonna, they don't wanna fight me, you know what I mean, or if I find, I had, last card, I had four people pull out on me, four opponent changes in three weeks, so that's, it kind of, I mean, it's, it was definitely a big learner to me, you know, Tyson, kind of told me, you know, like I, two days, three days before the fight, I had the biggest kind of opponent of my life and it was going to kind of stamp me and it was, you know, he had a great record, very experienced and he pulled out two days before the fight and then I had to jump two weight classes, you know, and uh, to go all the way up to 45, like I haven't even fought my natural weight class as a pro yet, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm a young kid and I can make 125 and I haven't even got an opportunity to show that yet. So, you know, it's just, it's taken day by day, workout by workout and I'm kind of just, this cold quarantine even is even helping me with just kind of staying focused on, like, I feel like I was young, so I'm, I'm always looking for, like, the next, I want to fight this guy, this guy, so just get to prove that I belong in the UFC and stuff, and I just feel like this is uh, good to, like, relax, and I feel like January really showed me that. I can't control everything that's going on. I just got to, Tyson tells me a name, and I got to go on there and just fight how I know how to fight. Having so many changes and that becoming a, a reoccurring story throughout your career so far, it 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 helps you to kind of just like you said focus on yourself and even in training it's just like you want to focus on what you're doing and not what the opponent is doing yeah for sure and it's like even it's it, it honestly sucks i just want to earn my shot you know what i mean and like i've i've i know how the sport works like growing up being you know, i mean i you got to earn your you got to kind of i'm a four no kid and like like the mma junkie top 10 you know like i made i made the list and like 
if you're gonna ask me if I if I think I deserve that, I guess I deserve it because like how hard I've been working. But like if I'm going on off paper, there's so many more guys who have have done that like more deserving things than me. But maybe my hype and what the anticipation and the guys I surround myself and because the hype's real, you know what I mean. All these I'm better than every single person on that list, you know what I mean. But I just feel like I haven't gotten my chance to show that, and it, it's it's and it's annoying. But yeah, take it for what it is. I'm gonna get my shot to prove that I belong and. That's what I'm just taking, you know what I mean, day by day. It's it's pretty wild to me that it's hard for you to find fights even a guy against guys that have much more experience when you're the guy with the hype. You're the guy that everybody feels like is going to be the next thing. You would think that they would want to fight you so they could derail the hype, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what it is. It's like, it's weird. I, I haven't gone through this before and I, I feel like, I'm like, dude, like, I don't even know why these guys are like pulling out. Like, I mean, they haven't even seen like how good I really am yet. You know, I mean, I guess in November, you know, what I mean, that was my first, that was a, I mean, I was a clean knockout and over an experienced guy, very big guy, a guy that, you know, I mean, outweighed me on fight night by 20 plus pounds. And I went out there and I, it was just, it was the easiest fight of my life, you know, and I feel like people I think even, that was like a glimpse of what I'm really capable of. And I just feel like, I don't know what it is, but, you know, it's everything happens for a reason. I'm going to get the fights. I'm going to get to prove I belong, and that's what I'm just focused on, you know, and focus on them positives. Well, Contender Series seems like it's in your future, or maybe even a a, a short-notice call-up. Who knows what's going to happen in the next couple of months. But seeing some of your other interviews, that Contender Series seems to be something that you're interested in. Is it is it at Bantamweight? You feel like it doesn't matter, Bantamweight, Flyweight. I'll just, I just need to get on that platform. I'll take an opportunity to either one. I, I feel like I fly away. I'll definitely get on. That's that's the where I'll, I probably will get on. And I'm seeing these guys that they're signing, and you got Cody Garbrandt kind of trying to drop to the weight class. So I feel like this is I'll definitely be fighting at flyweight for the contender series. But it's I mean like I said, an opportunity is an opportunity. If it was short notice for bantamweight, um, that's eventually that'll probably be my home. So I mean I'm I'm down to take fights at bantamweight too. And at the at the end of the day, yeah, an opportunity is an opportunity. You can't pass it up. You know what I mean? And uh. But I, I think flyweight would definitely be where I kind of make my jump into the UFC, and I'm the, I'm the guy they've been waiting for at flyweight. You know what I mean? I'm the I'm the guy that the new wave that this division really needs, and I'm gonna put it on the map and become world champ, and then I'm gonna go for 35. Definitely. Well, the flyweight division UFC, like, what are your thoughts on that? Because there's no champion right now. Well, I guess Henry Cejudo's the champion, but <laughs> you know, Figueroa messed all that up. Yeah. I mean, I just think that, uh, yeah, he definitely messed up. But I feel like, I feel like he brought more stock to our division, even even missing weight. But I think people are excited about him. You know I mean, people want to see, like Cody says, he's going down. And people want to see talking about Figueroa versus Cody. You know, and like I feel like that's he's. I feel like he's a guy the UFC gets. Uh, he, he's a knockout artist. He's vicious, and the bump heads. So I feel like, you know, I mean, Dana said they're gonna run it back, and but not even just them. Like you got guys like Kai Car France who are, have a good following and who. Cool, man, I would I would love to fight that kid. I, I pay close attention to him. He, he seems like he's really coming up. And then you got guys that rising kid that just got signed. I saw on my Twitter. It was uh, I think he's from Portugal, Manil Cape or something like that. He's from Rising. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's dropping down to flyweight, and uh, he's he was already calling out Cody. I saw on Twitter and stuff. So I feel like there's there's some fresh blood in the division. And uh, I mean, when I get there, I mean, I'm I'm gonna be screaming for their names too. You know what I mean? I'm I can't wait to be. I feel like flyweight. This is a, this is probably the most exciting the division's been, and uh, so I'm just, I'm excited to jump in that. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that have been around the game for a quick minute, and and you're a young guy, 21 years old. You come in, it feels it feels good that you're getting in there, and then also there's guys that are 
holding all this stock and maybe you want to go in and win a win a fight and then just go straight to those guys is that something that's i think it's a possibility in the flyweight division because it's not as stacked as the other divisions what 100 i feel like the ufc is kind of in a rebuilding process with flyweight and i think that they're gonna look for kids like me you know what i mean i'm, I'm 21 i ha- i go with the top guys man rob font complicated those are my two main training partners and i'm constantly learning from them and so when, I, when I'm in the UFC, like, those are two top ten guys. I'm already kind of around that level, you know? And I think being the, the, the top ten in the flyweight division, I feel like I'm, I'm already better than a lot of them. And, you I mean, you got then you got the OGs like Joe B. And, like, you know I mean, the rising champions, legit, Cody. And it's just, I'm, I'm out, exact, that's exactly what it is. I go out there, I get a big win, two big wins. And I'm already in the top ten, top five. And, you know what I mean? I'm building my career, you know? that I'm just trying to make a, a living through my life, have a great life through fighting and, I think that that flyweight division, I could be a huge star in it. You know what I mean? And I'm not scared to go up to 35 and beat some of their guys and go. You know I mean? I'm young. I can go back and forth. In this period of social distancing, you know, how are you continuing your training schedule? I feel like I'm definitely training, and I've been doing a lot of running. I'm kind of in like a Floyd Mayweather type mindset, like a boxer mindset. I feel like I'm really getting into like running and kind of like getting in my miles, but uh. Even that, I feel like this sport is so much mental, and people don't really, man, they they just they second they kind of underestimate that part of the game. And I feel like my mental game has kind of like seeing someone like Calvin Cater, right? He was preparing for Jeremy Stevens, and seeing the way he handled that, I learned so much. And I feel like every day I'm kind of I wake up, you know, what I mean, I drink my coffee, I watch fights, I watch, I'm I'm learning like different things mentally, physically. You know what I mean, I'm, I'm I have my little I do like a little MMA conditioner workout in my living room, you know, like. I'm getting to work in, you know what I mean? I'm uh, I'm 100% obsessed with this game, and I'll find a way to do something. You know, I'm, I'm going to be ready to kick down that door as soon as this lockdown's up. Having those guys like Calvin next to you, around you, you soak up that energy, man. What? How important is that for a young guy coming up to, to see what they go through so you're ready for that? You know, like, it's the, it's the craziest thing. Like, you see, you can just see how, like, good somebody is. Like, in, when you really, like, pay attention, like, like, Savage at Lozon's is a shark tank, you know? And, uh, I mean, Joe Lozon has, he's, he's a legend, you know? And I love, the, I'm learning so much from him all the time. And then you got guys like Randy Costa and Calvin, Rob, Bachniak. It's just, it's it's a shark tank. And I just feel like, for me, I'm a young kid. I'm just, you know, uh, I was in Moncton, uh, Canada for uh, Calvin's fight when he went out there. And I, I remember he was just telling me, soak it in, soak it all in. And, yeah, that's kind of what my mindset is. I'm just always trying to grow. And I, when I see Calvin spar or Rob spar, if I'm not sparring with them and I've done my rounds, I'm watching them. You know, and I, I just see the little the little things that make a difference. You know, there's like there's 50 TJ Dillashaws in the world, 50 Calvin Caters in the world, but like only they don't, you know, they're not drilling. Maybe they're not drilling like a world champion. Maybe they don't have the mindset of a world champion. And I feel like that's what I really see. You really see what it takes to be the best in the world. The UFC calls you tomorrow and says, hey, you know, May whatever we got a fight for you lined up you gonna go fight during this period of uh the coronavirus is is that something that concerns you or do you trust that the ufc is gonna put in the proper procedures to make everything safe i'm, I'm fighting you know mm-hmm. i 100 i'm fighting i i just feel like it's yeah I, I as long as obviously health is a concern and you know what i mean i get that i just feel like it's we're all on the same playing field you know will it be the best camp i've ever had no, obviously not. But I feel like we're all in the same kind of even playing field. So what it's really about, right? It's about like who's who wants it, who's sharp mentally. And I feel like if they come at me with an opportunity, I'm saying yes. I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna fight my ass off, and uh, I'm gonna get another opportunity. That's the that's the way I see it. And uh, 
everything happens for a reason. So if I'm getting that opportunity, I'm damn well taking it. All right, man. Well, I'm excited for you, Mitch. Uh, you've been coming up real fast, and and uh, it's just a matter of time before we see you in that octagon. Uh, when you get when you do get something signed, I would love to have you back on the show to break oh, down yeah, the fight and break down the division. And there's so many things, so many topics that are open once you get into the UFC. So, you know, take care, be safe and uh, continue your training and, and have fun, man. And, and yeah, like you said, it's mental, man. You just got to get over those mental barriers. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. No, thank you. Can't be on again.